0: Hi everyone, um, let me start with apologizing for the technical issues there, and it's just because of the all, all the timing and all that. Ap- apologies, I know you've been waiting. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Olainka Aremu. I've been introduced, I believe, and I really want to appreciate the NUSA executive, the lecturers, and all the... Officiating, whatever, everything about about this. Thank you for inviting me to do this. Um, let me start again. Right, saying greatest new sites, articulate new sites, ever conscious new sites, ever okay, ever whatever new sites. <laughs> okay, I think I'm losing touch with that. Thank you so much and. It's been a pleasure, and thank you for inviting me once again. You know, when, when I was speaking with the P.R.O. in person of Adebanjo, I, it took me memory, like just back memory lane about my role as in one of the NUSA ESCO then. I know you might have told you, uh, for those that know, I was one of the P.R.O. The P.R.O. even said, I think, 2008, nine, they nine they're right ten. on And I contested for presidency in 2011. Fortunately, I didn't win anyways, so leave that story. And it's a pleasure once again to be here speaking with nursing students in my um, Department of Nursing, which is my alma mater. So thank you. Thank you so much. And the topic that I was given is actually something that is very, very good this time that we need to talk about. So I will just go straight and so I don't waste your time. The topic before me says the role of student nurses uh in the in COVID-19. Yeah, if I'm correct, the role of nursing student. So there's no fast faster a uh, rule about that. Uh, everybody is aware of what coronavirus is now and even even a child at home knows what coronavirus is so before i continue i just want to say if you have any question just send it to the whatsapp group and then i will respond to you is that okay so and i also have this recording available in my podcast which I can share with you later and then you can also listen to it and share to any other nursing student even not even if they are not in OAU in other parts of the country thank you so much so we all know what coronavirus is I'll just do like a run through of the coronavirus uh COVID-19 what it's all about and you know all the all the rest of the story so uh, it's been a challenging moment for everyone. The coronavirus has taken a whole lot of um, turn around. It's made everything everything very difficult for people, and we are here battling with it. Okay, so memory lane for asma no coronavirus disease COVID-19, is an infectious disease caused. By newly discovered coronavirus, so that means that coronavirus has been in existence, but this is like a new uh, strain of it. So most people infected with COVID nineteen virus uh, will they experience mild to moderate respiratory illnesses, and some recover, you know, without reco- uh, requiring special treatment. But other people and those with underlying medical conditions like cardiovascular disease, diabetes, uh, cancer, chronic respiratory diseases are more likely to develop serious symptoms and illness and probably deaths. So, uh, the recent updates by the NCDC has showed that as a, as a 20, 25th of this month, has showed that uh, the active cases we have right now in Nigeria are uh, testing trial, 165 a total case of 22,000 and like the recovery rate is about seven thousand seven hundred and thirteen there are total deaths of about uh, 542 okay so given that we i just know that we have an update that's just the current statistic okay so now um, it's important that we are we have knowledge about it and you know the best way to prevent and slow down the transmission is to be well informed about the COVID-19 because you know what you don't know you cannot give. So to know how to prevent it, what the disease it causes and how it spread so so that you can protect yourself and others from infection. So there are a lot of guidelines already about the saying uh washing of hands um Using alcohol based swabs, you know, and to frequently wash your hands, rub, and not touching your face. So, a lot of that and a lot of that. So, the COVID 19 virus spread primarily through droplets of saliva or discharge from the nose, and we know, or maybe when an infected person coughs or sneezes. So, it's important that you practice respiratory etiquette. I know there are a lot of misconceptions a lot of people might not actually believe that this exists but that is one of the things as nurses as student nurses you need to promote so at, at this time you no know, there are no specific vaccines or treatment for covid-19 and um, the the since the the, 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 the the disease they are only they are only managed symptomatically people recover from it and some don't so but thankfully we have larger number of people recovering from this. so the, the important thing is that you protect yourself. So we told a lot of things about wearing masks, uh, or how to, where, when and how to use your mask. Uh, it's very important. So uh, I'm just going to talk more about the protection because as student nurses, we need to be mindful of this. So you can reduce the chances of being affected or spreading COVID-19 by taking simple, precautions i know you know all these or you've heard about this but there's no crime in re-emphasizing this so the first thing in, that is so important is regularly and thoroughly cleaning your hands with alcohol based and scrub or wash them with water and soap why you know washing your hands with soap and water the uh, or using alcohol and scrub kills the virus that may be on your hands that is if you do it properly so this other guideline is maintaining at least one meter distance between yourself and others. Uh, why? It's because we know that considering the fact that the virus spread through liquid like droplets from the nose or mouth, which, you know, if you are close to somebody, you can actually get it. Also, avoid going to crowded places. We've been told that. So please continue to stress this is very important because you may, the, a lot of people that... If people that have COVID-19 might not be symptomatic, so, but they can still transmit the virus. So when people come together in crowds, you, may, you are like, more likely to come into contact with somebody that has COVID-19. So it is important that you maintain the, the physical distance that we call the social distance. So avoiding touching your eyes, nose, mouth. It's also one of the guidelines that is very important. Why? Because once you touch uh, your hands that you use to touch many surfaces, you can pick up the viruses. So once your hand is contaminated, the hands can transfer the virus to your eyes, nose, um, and, you know, or mouth. And then you get into your body and you get infected. So it's important avoid touching your nose, mouth unnecessarily or if at, at all. So make sure you and the people around you follow good respiratory hygiene. That means you're covering your mouth and nose when you're sneezing or when you're coughing. These are the guidelines that are already laid down. And there are also guidelines that have to do with staying at home and self-isolate, even with minor symptoms. So it might be as minor as just having a, a headache, a mild fever, cough, like just stay at home as much as possible and self-isolate so and if if the symptoms does not resolve then please you need to contact your doctor or gp i know in nigeria there's a number you have to call and all that so uh we have to get this number ncdc number avoiding contact with others during this time as well we protect them from possible covid 19. so i would say treat every everyone or uh, that has respiratory symptoms as potential um COVID-19. So there's no, it's not, there's no bad thing there. It's not something of stigma at all. So please let us take, take caution. So if you have fever, cough, breathing, uh, difficulty, please seek medical attention by calling the telephone number in, in advance if possible. So, and also it's important that you keep up to date with latest information. So I think I'm going to pause there and please, shipping your questions and then we'll continue after now all right thank you so much hi okay so welcome back uh to the discussion about the role of student nurses in uh covid19 pandemic so now the other thing i'm going to talk about we'll talk about the background of covid19 and all so clean days to nothing and how it affects the flow of academic progress i understand that uh or like everybody knows now that since the lockdown uh the COVID 19 has actually caused so uh, almost every every other system to to like cripple or crumble or everything is like on the lower part schools have been closed and students have been made to stay at home and, you know, it's been a very challenging moment. We are living amidst what I would, I would call potentially one of the greatest threats in our lifetime, even to global education. It's a gigantic educational crisis. So we were already experiencing a global leaning crisis and as many students were in school, both of them, uh, most of them are sent home. So. Why some student wants to step into the fight against pandemic, but again, the safety and preparation is a major concern, and you know somebody said something about um i'm I'm going to read it out here I have it here that every day is an un- is unknown when you're working in a an hospital, and this is what we sign for. You no, know, nurses always go into the unknown. So and this is like the case of it in the coronavirus. Now, to the student nurses, what is their role? How what what are they expected to do? Or how has this been? So I'm just going to say, you know, basically nursing it's more of clinicals. Yes, it's more of clinicals, even though as a student you see some classroom work, but especially from the part two. You are sent to the clinic as even here in Ireland and most of the real country from part one, they start their clinic as from part one. So we look at it that way. Why most of these, you know, or, you know, you know, have a number of hours you have to spend in the clinic as you have a number of hours you, you should spend uh, in classroom and, you know, this in total makes up your your educational background as nurses so coronavirus has affected this flow a lot and is a major challenge however as student nurses uh, I was going to ask you this question yourself. what what have you been doing yes what have you been doing since the coronavirus lockdown if you can share it on your whatsapp page just just to let just share it now um, put, put a note so what have you been doing as a student or since the coronavirus uh started, and then I know most schools almost every schools, even though like I say, okay, I say every schools have sent their their students back home. So what have you been doing? Just leave a comment there as you listen to this. So I continue. Uh like I, I was saying. I want. I just want to compare what what obtains. I had a chat with some of my colleagues back in Nigeria about like what is actually the what's going on there for student nurses in, in Nigeria, and just to compare it with what happens in this part of the world, you know. I'm aware, to the best of my knowledge, that in Nigeria now all student nurses are at home, and that uh, most of the schools now, both private and public schools, they are they involved in maybe virtual learning uh via zoom some do go through the telegram. I'm also aware that OAU uses uh WhatsApp for nursing procedures and demonstration and Bowen uses Zoom as well and those are just the ones I know. So a lot of online distant learning program going on there just to keep up with the academic uh work for student nurses. So they don't really lose that. But then we know that the clinic is where well, we we, we get our experiences from basically as nurses. So this is quite challenging, really. So what obtains in Nigeria, uh, like I said, is just just leaving that gap. There's that gap that really needs to be filled. I'll just run you through what actually obtains in this part of the world. Uh, When I talk in the United Kingdom and Ireland, where I am, uh, maybe some part of some US, the information that I was able to gather. know that uh, let me just get the the document i have here that here in ireland uh part one students usually they 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 are um you know like i said they start their clinicals as well in part one so part one students are not or allowed to work at all but the the usual thing is you, you know they are they are clinical posting and all that but they are not allowed to work Everyone is at home and they only depend on the, the online, online program. So there's online tutorials going on, webinars and all that just to keep the students busy, as well as they're, they're still sharing information on, on the needful, they're running the, the normal course, their courses is going on. So just to fill in that gap and make sure that they don't really lose out entirely so like i said what are you doing what have you been doing tell us what your own school what have you been doing i know all you like i said zoom webinar um, demonstration via whatsapp telegram and all that is going on so uh, for students that are not in OAU, you uh, you could just share what you have been doing as well so So we know that many of you want to be considerably skillful and knowledgeable in your studies but then this time is when you have to stay at home and follow all the guidelines okay so uh over here like i said the part two from from the 200 levels they they are allowed if they want if they want if they want to they are deployed to hospitals. So, like I would first year student, let me just run it again. First year student, none of them are in any placement. They remain in the education program and go through the various online learning uh, programs. So, students may as now work maybe bank contracts wherever they want to work, but most of the first years are at home. Second years uh, work. Some worked as care assistant clinical support worker, and they are paid during this time. So there is a circular that has been that went around, like so, so, students work at this time, and they only work within their scope of practice. So they have their given scope of practice, so they can only practice at that time. Uh, most of them work as clinical support worker or care assistant in their required band. So for most of the roles that are focused on personal care and these are the things that you know they might have done in their academy even in their academic so they've done the fundamentals or nursing and all that so the third year students their first six months most of them most of them still work as um healthcare assistant and i'm, I'm using the guideline from nhs now in the uk now for the third year student, their final six months so, reprise, so most of them are allowed to work in the band four. Uh, they have some extended clinical placement and they work, like I said, within the scope of practice. And the third year, the final year student here, they work like in band, at the level of like the pre nurse and band five. Like, so how these? They still work within, you know, the job description and they they are under close supervision by a member of staff a, in the ward, so so that they don't walk outside their scheme. That's actually because of the shortages and you no know, every every organization pulling in efforts and resources, human effort just to make sure that things get going. So um, in the US, I'm aware of the some student nurses. Work uh, to help to screen for covid nineteen so they rely on most of these students uh, to help to screen for covid nineteen I have a particular um, friend a student knows, that is helping to 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 the screen it they were trained and all that so like I said, all this differs from country. so what obtains Nigeria? What are you doing now what 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 is the guideline in your school? you can share so i 'm going to pause again to answer your questions, and then I'll continue with the recording. Thank you. All right, she welcome back. So this third episode, I'm going to be talking about how um, student nurses can help, What is, what is their role, particularly in uh, this COVID-19 period. So the first thing, I think the question already popped up, so I'm going to answer. The first thing is about information dissemination so what are the information that needs to be disseminated i know it student assist you are at home you are asked to stay at home and everybody is saying okay stay at home stay at home stay at home but then how do you want to disseminate information who do you want to disseminate information to what are the information you want to disseminate about covid19 so that was why i started with the introduction of what covid19 is all about and how to prevent it so the first thing is you yourself you need to be in the know so get to to be in the know get more information uh read read uh, online Be just be online go get the updates and be aware of the significance of this particular uh pandemic because like i said a lot of people I know, I know, a lot of people don't even believe that this exists. I've had people say, oh, it's just scam, oh, it's just a political a jingle just to get some money. And some people don't even believe that it exists in their states. At, at this time, uh, I, I don't know which of the states in Nigeria does not have a case as recorded by NCDC. So it's important that before you can help to disseminate information, you yourself, you are convinced, and then you know that this is something very important so like i said you can't give what you can, you you don't have so you need to have this information have this information go online get 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 uh prepared you know, there are a lot of online resources, which I'm still going to talk about, about how to get information. There are, the NCDC has a guideline. CDC has a guideline. WHO now is all, all over the social media, giving tips, daily tips, telling us more about COVID-19. So if you're on Facebook, you get this. You can you can ask any question. I think they have a WhatsApp number also. Uh, also. So you can ask any question. Get yourself informed. So and this, this information that you have, from what coronavirus is, how does it present? What are the symptoms and all that? These are the things you will disseminate. That is, what do you need to disseminate? Now, how do you disseminate this? Even though you are at home, now you have to start from your small circle. Start from your small circle, your parents, your children. Uh, you know that your close needs give information you know enlighten them make them aware about what and what is on ground how can and also be like you you be like a change agent if you want people to learn to change then you need to be like uh, i'll call it like a role model as well like you need to practice what you preach okay so if they are saying use face mask and then but you are not using it how do you want people around you to really believe oh it doesn't really exist even the nurse the so-called nurse is not even using the face mask so please those are one of the things start from your small circle if you are in a whatsapp group give information on your status what do you share share information that will be enlightening that will make people aware of everything that is going on Okay, so that is about how a a lot of other means. I know the lockdown is is easing right now. And as of today, I'm aware that interstate travel is now going on and like that. So, but whatever the updates that is going on, every opportunity that you have to share what coronavirus is, how it can be prevented, and how we can prevent the spread of it, because that's the most important thing now. Is preventing the spread of it. So, use whatever medium you have to disseminate this information. You can also, if you if you if you uh, if you, I know there are a lot of challenges we still talk about. If you want to host a webinar yourself, or you want to host like a a, a, a chat a chats group, you want to do a watch party yourself, just to educate people. Use the social media. Everything is going technology. Car right now and i appreciate that and uh, i use every opportunity i have uh to use it, any technology so make use of it on the facebook so instagram if you're there i know that is where everybody is now on the social media if you're at home so use that same medium that you have to promote awareness of this particular uh, pandemic and you know so that to help people to to be aware everyone like i said start from your close needs and then you can go ahead and i know people are going on around now it don't cost you anything be creative about this as well design a a a a flyer or design just write something on a post on a card just to make people aware be creative about this and you know as well like that you are still functioning as a nurse as a student nurse because one of our roles as nurses is a promotion you know, air promotion and air prevention. So you are still making, you are still being making yourself relevant in that sense. Okay. So another thing you can do as nurses, one of the roles in this coronavirus is community awareness creation. Mention that if there's any group, you can make yourself, you can volunteer to be members of any group or association, organization that is promoting the prevention of coronavirus. Uh, disease so get involved that that's the key get involved don't forget why still observing all the precautions all the guidelines so but you can still get involved in community uh, awareness creation all right so the other thing i can say is engage in caregiving based on guidelines when i what do i mean by that caregiving be involved in any act of caregiving don't forget your scope of practice. You don't have, to, you cannot do beyond what you have been taught. Or you know, I know here um, there are strict guidelines like what you have to, you can do as a part one student, what you can do as a part two student. Uh, Where we have some some student nurses that have previous experiences, but you know, whatever covers you, what are you liable? What is your responsibility at that particular time? So please, don't. Uh, overstep your boundary, I would say, and don't invite uh, more that you can chew. So, but you can still engage in caregiving activities in your church. I know churches are open right now. It don't cost you anything, even as a student nurse, to be able to say, okay, I'm going to be in charge, or, or I can assist in the area of making sure that people sanitize their hand before coming in. You know, you understand, or regular screening, just to honor the, the use of thermometer, just to screen people as they're going to the church. Or whatever gathering that you you find yourself, so that is part of the caregiving activities, even no matter even if it's on a small scale basis just just engage yourself in it. One other thing I would say to I know now that when we are going this facing out there is easing the easing of the lockdown, which we are afraid there might be another like lockdown, but Prayerfully, hopefully, we, we hope it won't get to that. So the student nurses can also function to help the society reduce the aftermath effects of COVID-19. So what do I mean by like the aftermath effect of COVID-19? And that, that comes down to, you know, even though COVID-19 might go, which we pray for, that will go over time. But then what happens afterwards? Do people just go back to their regular way of life and like that? So the student nurse can act on this behalf to continue to reinforce the prevention uh, strategies and all the guidelines. Keep on reinforcing. And as well, when you get back to school, when you get back to your classes, you still maintain all this and not leaving it like, OK, COVID-19 is gone and it's gone for good and we are going to go back to our, our rock and roll and like that. So... Those are one of the ways that the student nurses can, uh, the role they can play in COVID-19. I'm going to say this before we go to the last section, which will talk about the challenges that student nurses face. It's student nurses can play an active role as well by engaging in online resources and training. This is very, very important. And what are you using your social media for? What do you use your data for? Uh, I know there might be challenges about some people not being able to afford it and all that. But then engaging in online resources. I know students, uh, most universities, private or public, like I said, they have their various ways of organizing online distance, apart from your regular school routine, apart from your regular school uh, program, calendar, tutorial, all that Engage in online resources. There are a lot of online resources. WHO uh, uh, published a lot of online resources to about COVID nineteen that you can get yourself aware, get prepared, uh, like that. Trainings that might not even be COVID nineteen related, but they are related to your, um, to nursing, to health, to get yourself prepared. So, engage in all this. I'm going to share through the slide. Like I said, I'm going to send in the slide for this presentation afterwards. So um, I will send some copies, some links to uh, online resources that you can access, get certificated, just get all these and equip yourself, even as student nurses. So you know that when you get back to school, you are more prepared. Like you have, you've gained something like the aftermath of, of COVID-19, like COVID-19 will be to you. If you have protected yourself, you didn't, you're like you were able to scale through. So what do you what, what what did you bring out of that? So you need to bring something positive out of this COVID 19 situation. So again, send me your questions and I'll answer. Thank you. All right. So this is the final episode um, on this uh, discussion. This okay, WhatsApp panel session. Okay. So I'm gonna be talking about like the challenges that student nurses face during this COVID-19 era, pandemic situation. Before then, like, I'm just going to share with you, you know, when we were talking about how schools are managing the effect of COVID-19 on academic flow uh, with the students. So I have a breakdown here of um, like a guideline or like like emergency arrangement for nursing students in the UK and COVID nineteen important information for nursing students. So, like it's known that uh, you know there are a lot of challenges around this, but then this is what has been working, and that that is what is obtainable here. So I'm saying this. I just want to say this in case uh, the government or the governing bodies in Nigeria want to adopt this or try to if if it is workable. You know, these measures these were, were uh, typically 100% voluntary, that means like it's not compulsory, so people have a right to choose if they want it or not. Because, you know, the clinical contests of nursing have definitely changed, and some of you may not wish to go into placements, and possibly, possibly we need to stay at home caring for family, especially those that have older people at home. So this is okay, and universities, we do, should do their best to support in the instance so over here the student they are entitled to all the same protections and supports just like even the the nursing staff so if they go into practice and they are supported by their senior their colleagues and all that and they are entitled to supervision and they only work within their dedicated framework so I, I I believe the designated that framework for every nursing program so just get familiar to what of things in your country and what of things in your university you know you understand so and first of all for year one students like it said that to protect the learning of nursing students in the first year, clinical placements have been suspended. So they only continue the academic work and modules during the years via the online platforms. So the second year, and like the first part of the third year, the, the learning has changed like 80% in that mode, uh, in clinical practice and 20% is structured. So they still, they are allowed to go into clinical placements during this emergency, and they are supervised within the delegated uh, framework, and they are also paid. Uh, so they are also paid in this time. And the final year students, they they also uh, they are in the clinical placements, and you know they support all the nurses and they are supervised as well, and they work within their delegated framework. So. This has been a huge uh, stress, like it's been stressful. The uh, nursing Association, everybody <clears throat> is on on this and making sure that the students are not unnecessarily exposed to what they cannot uh, know and do. So they are not uh, no there's no pressure to you know to, to join to do all these Like I said, it's typically voluntary. So we see how how that works where in your country and how that works in your university. So back to the challenges now. I know there may be challenges concerning uh most of these programs, like we said, online it has, it has to do with data you know getting data you need to have money so the financial seats the financial challenge it's up there it's there so but then you have to do what you have to do so that's the one thing you have to get data get money to buy data there are a lot of giveaways so if you want to afford yourself of one and just want to encourage all the parents as well of student nurses. I know when I was a student, I remembered I always, even though there was no coronavirus, it was really challenging getting all the funds. Especially when you're doing clinical placement, you're moving from here to here, you're buying this, buying that. I my, my, At the time, my mom was saying, oh my God, what other R do you want to do? RN, RM, R this, R that. And she said, okay, by the time we get to R P R U Z, we will stop. So a lot it's very challenging. So I just want to encourage all the parents that they should just keep up because these are these these people are, are young heroes. Yo, so as a student nurse, you are a hero as well because you're getting yourself trained to be at the forefront in in the in the nearest future. So there's also that part of commitment that I need to stress that you need to be committed as student nurses to making things better. Be committed to you know getting the best out of this period so if i know you know even even face-to-face classrooms sometimes can get boring and you know going to classes can be very you know i don't want to go to class today i don't want to. so talk less of being online so it's a commitment on your part so don't take it for granted like i'm at home i can do whatever i like so still get committed because every time matters every little time you invest matters so that is one of the challenge. Another one could be family influence for those that might have people they need to care for at home, and this can be challenging because when you are at home, you still want to do all your family runs, the family tasks and responsibilities. So, but the most important thing is you make finding a balance, try to try find a balance in this. And if you have anybody sick at home now, if you have somebody sick at home, your role again as a student nurse is to make sure that they get the right treatment. So. said you need to practice what you preach so if you have anybody sick in your environment that you know of advise them to seek medical attention so you also protect yourself and every other person that challenge or there might also be a challenge of lack of motivation so if you have any of this challenge if you need help of course you you can always ask for help or just um send me an email i'm going to leave my email and if you need help navigating through this period as a student can always contact me I'll leave my email and then you can reach to me to me so lack of motivation you know we are just at home we feel like everything is just keep keep up that spirit keep up that spirit and be positive like this is going to go it's going to end and you are going to go back to complete your degree. I know a lot of people have some time lag. Uh, okay, by this year, by social city, I want to do this. By So if we decide, um, no, like it's it's not, nobody, everything is crumbled now. Like we are just trying to push ourselves out of it. So you need to continue your academic work as go. But of course we know that completion of, of the degree might be delayed. Of course to definitely come so just keep up that spirit don't be discouraged and i know you still have to pay school fees <clears throat> and all that so just do all you can do to to support your parents as well support your family and make yourself available to provide help so i'm going to draw the cards in we have been talking about the role of student nurses in the covid 19 pandemic and this at uh, this talk was actually was actually hosted or organised by the NUSA, the Nursing uh, National, okay, Nigeria University Nursing Students Association, NUSA OAU. Uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to share my bit, and I I hope you have gained one or two things, and uh, so just share this information with somebody else, a student nurse, and hopefully it helps somebody. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Olainka Aremo. I'm just like you. Uh, I remembered, oh my God, I don't want to go back to that. So it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. sir. thank you so much. We keep moving. Please, I just have an advice for all oh, uh, the Nusa. I remember when, as escorts, we try to establish what we call the S officials so in order like, to stay connected to the S officials. And so I, I want to say thank you for connecting with me at this time. Even So we might have other S officials there that you might want to connect with, and this will help the association to move forward. Once again, it's a pleasure. Thank you.